I want to ask you to take your Bibles and turn with me to the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 28. Matthew 28. And I would like to look at the last three verses of this book. Verses 18, 19, and 20. Matthew 28. Verse 18, the scripture says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things Whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Let's pray together. Our Father, this afternoon it's so good to be with you, to be in your presence, and to know that, Lord, according to your word, that you're in this place. Lord, we're not being presumptuous, but according to your word, you said where two or three are gathered together, that you're here. And Lord, we have come meeting in your name, praying that honor is brought to Christ. Would you bless the word for it's in his name we pray. Amen. The only way that I can truly settle down this afternoon. And when I say settle down, what I'm talking about is to stand in this place, in this pulpit, be sitting in those pews, and know that my eternal soul is in a standing of acceptance in Christ before Almighty God that all is well, that truly it is well with my soul. The only way that I can truthfully settle down. Now, prior to regeneration, I didn't care. It, it just didn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to anybody that Almighty God is not called out of darkness. But knowing right now that all is well, that His Spirit bears witness with my spirit that I am in Christ an adopted son, that he who changes not. Now there's my confidence right there. There's, there's where I can settle down. Almighty God who does not change. According to the word of our Lord, he said, for I am the capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. I'm Jehovah. 
Father, Son, and Spirit, I change not. Therefore, therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. Knowing that Almighty God, who has everlastingly loved His people, loved them in Christ, loved them in the surety, loved them in Him who is our federal head, because He changes not. Then when I realize the frailty of my flesh, when I realize and see that which I can perceive of my failings, then I realize, for Christ's sake, he who changes not has put away my guilt. He who has everlastingly loved me and changes not, he loves me still in Christ. James 1.7 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Not even a hint that He changes. Not even a possibility that He changes. Lord, you who never changes, Lord, if you marked iniquity, who could stand before you? Now, according to the word of the Amen, that is the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God, we can rest our soul on what he has said And what he does, come what may, no matter what, whatever comes our way, Lord, you've done all things well. Lord, you who change not. I was just talking to Sarah just a minute ago. And we both agreed. Aren't we glad that our life is not in our hands? Aren't we glad that whatever happens, it's the Lord. It's the Lord. Let Him do what pleases Him. Let Him him do what seemeth right unto Him. Well, today, with the comfort of our regenerated hearts, for the honor of our blessed Savior, for the salvation of His sheep, Let us draw near, the Scripture says, with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, that is, God's Word. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for He is faithful that promised. Well, our Lord has given three precious truths that are revealed in that scripture that we read a few minutes ago. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And it's concerning the salvation and the eternal preservation of God's sheep to remove all doubts as to their security, all doubts 
to their comfort, all doubts that would come to the taking away of their joy. Here's three precious promises. And God who cannot lie has set forth to His disciples and to all that sit here that know Him. Here's three promises that you can rest your soul on right here. Number one, here it is. Almighty God, the Lord Jesus Himself, has all power. That's what He said. Verse 18, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. You know, if he has all power, and he shall surely do his people good, and his people shall not want, have need of any good thing. Now, there's a lot of things that I think I want. His people's not going to like any good thing. Any needful thing. He who has all power, he who is supreme, universal, the eternal, all-powerful monarch of heaven and earth, that's our Lord. That's our husband. That's our Savior. That's our King. That's our mediator. That's our high priest. That's who he is. Who is he? He's the all-powerful God of glory. Look at John 3.35. John 3, verse 35. The Father loveth the Son and hath given all things into his hand. Everything that is needful, He's going to give. Everything that is needful, He has the power. I know this. It is the Lord God Himself that has all power and Satan has none. It's delegated. Oh, I do realize that whenever... Job was tempted of the devil, buffeted of the devil. I realized that that was Satan. But who gave him the authority to do what he did? I know that he's as a roaring lion going about seeking whom he may devour. But whose lion is he? Uh, he's as a lion. He's not a lion. He's as one, roaring He's the Lord's devil. As the Son of Almighty God, I realize that the Lord Jesus Christ would be given no power. All power is His. He's God. But as the God-man mediator, as the mediator of the sheep, an amazing truth is set forth. All power in heaven and earth was given unto him that he should give eternal life to as many 
as the Father had given him. That's what he said, John 17, 1 and 2. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee, as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. I know this. If Almighty God has set His affection upon any creature, any creature, any man, any woman born in Adam, I know this. That object of God's mercy is going to come to the Savior. I know that. I know it. I know that He shall Order all that he'll raise up nations and put down nations. He'll cause elections to go whichever way he wants them to. That he might accomplish what he has eternally purposed. I know this. This is comforting to my soul. That he is all powerful. The assurance that we have to every event, every decision being ordered for the good of God's people and the honor of the Lord Jesus Christ is established on that fact. All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. I was talking about elections. There's an election coming up. I've got some thoughts on it. Do you know, I know who's going to do the right thing. I know who's going to do the right thing. I pray and ask God to have mercy on this country. I love this country. Freddie, I thank you for your service. I thank God for the Marines. I thank God for the... I thank God for... I love this country. I pray God have mercy on it. But I'll tell you what I know. I know the one that rules and reigns in this country. And I know that he does and orders in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And I know that no man, nobody stays his hand or says unto him, What doest thou? I know that. And that's comforting to me. Every decision that's made, every bug moves, every butterfly that flies, it doesn't matter. Every leaf that falls, there's a purpose. God does all things according to purpose. He's ruling and reigning. That's comforting me. Here's the second thing I know. The Lord has a chosen people. And I know that. Ephesians 1, 4, 2 Thessalonians 2, 13. It's all through the Scriptures. I know that God has a chosen people. And I know this. I know that He's ordained preaching as the means of calling out His sheep. I know that. The preaching of the gospel that Paul said, I'm not ashamed of. All right, here's two things I know so far. I know that He's all-powerful. I know that He's going to call out His people 
I know He's going to call them out. And I know Corey's going to call them out this way. Right here. I want the Lord to save your kids. I want Him to save mine. I do. But I know this. There's one way that He's going to do it. Through the means of the preaching of the gospel. Go ye, verse 19, Go ye therefore and teach all nations... Preaching the gospel to them. Preaching Christ. There's no other message. There's no other message set forth according to these scriptures who man is as he's fallen in Adam. Man is ruined by the fall. There's not a little good in all men. That's a lie. I know that. I know this for a fact. I know that the Lord Jesus Christ came into this world and laid down His life and redeemed every one that the Father gave Him. He redeemed them. Paid their debt. I know this. I know. I know that when He went to the cross, I know that He was made sin. I've had people write me some of the most, I mean, scathing emails because of proclaiming that Christ was actually made sin. Brother Scott, I told you this time or two ago. Brother Scott told me this. If he was not made what I am, if he did not suffer the wrath of Almighty God in my place, if he did not hang there as Marvin Stoniker, if that was not Marvin Stoniker hanging there in a substitute and the judgment of God poured out on my substitute in my place, in my stead, and God is not just... Again, my sin has truly not been paid in full. It truly wasn't finished if He didn't put away my guilt and pay my debt. But I know this. I know for me to have any hope, God Almighty has to have justly dealt with my guilt. He had to have justly dealt with me. I've sinned. And I'm going to have to have my debt paid by an absolute substitute. Not pretend. It's going to have to be real. I know this. And I know that all that the Father has given the Son is going to come. To I know they are. I'm, I'm assured of that. So I've got some comfort right here. I know, I know that He's all-powerful. I know that He's able. I know that this preaching of this gospel, ruined by the fall in Adam, redeemed by the blood of Christ, and regenerated by God's Spirit, and preserved in Christ Jesus, I know that that's so. Therefore, with confidence, I can preach... And I can know, Lord, if you're pleased, 
Lord, you're able. It's like that leper that came to the Lord. He said, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. If you will, you can make me clean. He believed God. He believed that he's all-powerful. He believed he could speak and he'd be. I know this, Lord, if you will. You can save lost sinners today. I know you can. I know you can. Lord, I'm asking you. Lord, you've said. You said your word was not going to return void. It was going to accomplish the purpose for which it was sent. Lord, you said that. And I believe you. Lord, help me. Lord, help me as I preach. Help me to remember. Lord, bring to my memory those things. Lord, would you bless this word? This is your word. This is the word, Lord, that you promised that you would bless to the salvation of sinners. Lord, would you have mercy today? He said, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore. Go ye therefore. All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. You go therefore and teach all nations. I know what's going to happen if Almighty God is pleased. I know what's going to happen. If He's pleased to bless this Word, here's what's going to happen. Jeremiah 3.15 I'm going to give them a new heart. I'm going to give them a new heart. A new mind. I'm going to give them a new will. And they're going to be willing in the day of my power. How are they going to, how are they going to hear, Lord? I'm going to give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. I pray God send a pastor here. I pray He does. I told you before, and I mean this, I know this, Almighty God is listening. I know, I know He's listening. If I'm not telling you the truth and I'm lying and He's listening and I'm not, I'm not lying to you, I ask God every day, have mercy on this congregation. I pray for you every day. Lord, I pray for Cottageville. Lord, would you have mercy? Lord, if it please you, Lord, you're able. Lord, would you send a preacher? I know this. I know He's the only one. How do I know? He's the only one that has any power to do so. He's told us to go and preach the gospel, commission men to teach, to preach, to disciple. And those that I call out of darkness, Ezekiel, standing in the midst of that valley of dry bones, can these bones live? Lord, you know. I know this. If I preach to dry bones outside of the almighty power of God Almighty, nothing's going to happen. But I know that He who is all-powerful, if He blesses it, can they live? Lord, you know. You preach to them. You preach to them. Go into all the world. Teach all nations. 
baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Baptizing them. Men need to be taught the necessity of baptism. Lord willing, we'll have a baptism here in just a little while. Baptism is the God-ordained ordinance of confessing Christ. This is how the Lord ordained that we outwardly confess Him. Now, I know this. Baptism is not salvation. Baptism is the outward acknowledgement. It is the obedience of our belief in that which God Almighty has done for us. How do we confess our faith? Baptism. Baptism. That's how when we're baptized, the Scripture says, baptizing them in the name, the name of the Father, who chose us unto salvation. When a believer is baptized, this is what they're saying. I believe that the Father chose me. I believe that Almighty God before the foundation of the world. I believe that Almighty God everlastingly set His affection upon me in the name of the Father and of the Son. I believe that when the Lord Jesus Christ laid down His life. He laid down His life with me on His heart. Just like that high priest that would go in to that tabernacle. He would go in and he had 12 stones. Three, 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 three. He had two stones right here. Six names. Six names. Children of Israel. Tribes of Israel. And when he would go in he would go in with that breastplate. And he had the names of the twelve tribes of Israel on his heart, representing them. I believe that when I'm baptized, I'm baptized in the name of him who had me on my heart. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Cheryl, if he tells me, I've I've everlastingly known you. He told Jeremiah, he said, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. He, told, he said, I know my sheep by name. I know them. I know them. I believe that Almighty God made flesh when He went to the cross and He hung before God Almighty Bearing the guilt of all his people, he knew every one that he was dying for. He knew them. That is a great comfort for me that he laid down his life for me, not oblivious to what was going on. You go into all the world, all powers given unto me, therefore. You go into all the world, go into the nation, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father that chose them, the Son that redeemed them, and the Holy Ghost. I know this. I believe that the Holy Ghost is going to call out God's sheep. 
This message is a message of assurance. We rest assured in this message. This message is not a maybe. It's not left up to man's free will. I know that. Therefore, we baptize in the name one God, triune God, three persons, one God. I can't explain that. But I know this. God Almighty has said that He is so. One God, three persons. And those who are converted, baptized, teach them. Teach all nations. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world. This is the third great promise. I know this. The Lord's not going to leave us to ourselves. I know that. You're not by yourself. You're not by yourself. No. He said, Lo, I'm with you. I know this. In just a little while after the Lord spoke to His disciples, He was getting ready to go back to His Father. And He'd walked with them for three and a half years. And they heard Him. He taught them. They traveled with Him. They rested with Him. They ate with Him. And now... In just a little bit, he's bodily, not going to be there anymore. I know how hard it was for me. I, uh, I remember when Brother Scott, when the Lord took Brother Scott. There's a lot of you here that, that grew up with him. But for me, he was, he was, now that's I know I, he was your pastor, but that for a pastor's pastor that was, uh, and uh, oh, I just I missed him, I missed him. But can you imagine? These disciples knew this is the Lord. This is their life. This is their hope. This is their comfort. This is their joy. This is, he's everything to them. Everything. And the Scripture sets forth. The Lord told them, He said, All power is given to me in heaven and earth. Therefore, you go and teach all nations out of every nation and kindred and tribe and tongue. Almighty God has got a people. And those that are called out of darkness, they believe this message was the effectual means of God's calling out His people. They knew that. And you baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And you teach them to observe, disciple them, disciple them. That's what, that's, we need this. We desperately need this. I need to be taught. You do too. I want to know what God has to say. I want to know what the Scriptures has to say. 
Lord, teach me. Lord, guide me. Your Word. Someone came to Brother Henry one time. They said, i got a question for you. And they asked him the question. And he said, well, let's see what the Scriptures has to say. They said, I don't care about what the Scriptures has to say. I want to know what you have to say. Brother Henry said, well, we don't have anything to talk about then. Why? Because his Word is the final authority. What do you... You teach them to observe all things whatsoever... I've commanded you. And here's the comfort. Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. I know this. This world's not our home. We're counted as sheep for the slaughter by a world that hates us. But I know this. I know that He's never going to leave us and He's never going to forsake us. I know that. Oh, there's times that I struggle. I told the folks this morning, church, how many times can I say, yes, yes, flesh, I know. I know. I hear. I hear my flesh. I hear the doubts. I hear and know the fears. I, I'm, I know this. But I know this, Lord, according to your word, you're not going to leave us. You're not going to forsake us. Lord, bring back to my memory these precious promises. All power is given unto you. Therefore, there is no other power. Lord, I know that the preaching of the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Lord, as we preach the gospel, would you bless it? And those that Almighty God calls out of darkness, baptize them and teach them and disciple them. And never forget, I'm with you, even to the end of the age. Lord, for these great promises, thank you for Christ's sake. Amen.